Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle, and I'm hoping I'm going to be your dream coach for the next 30, 35 minutes or so. We're doing a series on um, the kingdom, and we're on part three, uh, and I'm going to do it specifically on faith. And so the key scriptures that I'm using uh, throughout this broadcast has been so far, Romans 14, 17, it says, For the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says, and this is where I want to spring from today, it says, And now abide faith, hope, and love, these three, but the greatest of these is love. But now abide. So this is where I want to start. Uh, Faith, hope, and love abide forever. In 1 Corinthians 13, 13, in the NIV translation, it says, And now these these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. These things never leave. This is the foundation of the kingdom of God. Your foundation is in faith, it's in hope, and it's in love. The foundation of the kingdom of God can be found first in faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I, I want, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to dissect that a little bit. I hit on this a, a few months back, maybe about six or seven months ago. I, I touched on overcoming faith. And so there'll be a little bit overlap, but, in, but there will be a release of the gift of faith today in the mighty name of Jesus. That's what I'm praying. I'm praying right now, Holy Spirit, you're the carrier of the kingdom. When we call you forth, we thank you that all the attributes of the kingdom come into this round because the kingdom of God is is in you. The kingdom of God is not in rules and regulations, but is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, minister to all of these wonderful listeners today in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that your faith goes through the roof as you receive faith for what you're believing for. You're saved by faith. You are healed by faith. Enoch was translated by faith. I, I want to tell you, you, you don't get anything except you get it by faith in the kingdom of God. You have to lay hold of it with the substance of faith. And I, oh man, alive. I, I'm excited about this podcast even right now. So I refer to these in 1 Corinthians 13, 13, it says, and now these three remain. I call these three the big three of the foundation of the kingdom of God, faith, hope, and love. And here's the deal. They remain. These three foundations of the kingdom never leave. They're always there. They're always available. They're always something that you can tap into. Your faith, hope, and love. You woke up with it this morning. You went around all day with it today. And you will go to bed with it and you'll wake up tomorrow. Guess what? Faith, hope, and love will be available to you. Why? Because it remains. It never leaves. Unlike 
what uh, Romans chapter 14, 17, the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy, you must lay hold of. You must bring them into this world. But I want to tell you, faith, hope, and love are in this physical and soulish realm, and they never leave. Why do I say that? Because the Bible says that. Because this is a promise from God. Faith, faith, hope, and love. These three. These three remain. Faith, hope, and love. These three remain. These three things abide. This is a promise from God. The Bible says that the promises are still yes and amen to them that believe. The promises are still. Can you say this after me? I have a believer's anointing. I'm not an anointed doubter. I'm not a broadcaster of doom and gloom. I'm not a critic of the chronicles of this world's system. I am not a reporter of evil. I am anointed to preach good news. And I believe the good news that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world and he laid down his life. My faith is in nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only in Jesus' name. There's a lot of things out there singing songs. It's not a frame. Years ago, I thought I was framed as, as in the frame of a woman. I dare not trust the, the frame and put my trust in, 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 a, in a woman. <laughs> but it was a frame as in, as in a reframe. It, it was, a, a, ref, it was a, a sound of a song that is contrary to God's dream for your life. There are all kinds of frame frames out there. There are all kinds of, of words out there and noises out there. And we do not subscribe to the words of the enemy or the words of destruction or the words of doom or the, or the critical bad news and the words of division and separation and containment. We do not receive these words, but we believe in the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We believe in the good news. So let's just break this down a little bit. So let's just turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 through 3, as I read this to you. So this is part three of the kingdom, and it's on faith. And faith is one of the foundational uh, of the kingdom of God. Faith is the substance. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, now faith is. Now, so what is faith? This is what we're finding out. What is faith? Now, faith is. Somebody say, faith is. Faith is the substance of the realization of the things hoped for and the evidence and confidence of the things not seen. Hmm. Verse 2, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By it elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. By, by faith, we understand. By faith, the substance of the realization of the things that we hope for and the evidence and confidence of the things unseen, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of the things, uh, sorry, so that the things which 
which are seen were not made of the things which are visible. They were made out of this substance that we call faith. So faith is actually a substance. It's just not a framework of thinking. Your faith is not just what you call something that you believe in. Faith is not something that is not attainable. Faith is not something that is just ethereal. Faith is actually the substance which makes up everything that you're dreaming about and hoping for. Your faith, you have been given a measure of faith. This is so beautiful that every day you wake up, but you need to know it. If you don't know it, it's like it's not there. It's like having a million dollars in your bank account, but nobody told you and nobody gave you the PIN number. I'm giving you the PIN number to the resources of heaven right now, and you can make accessibility to it 24-7, and the resources are unlimited. Come on, somebody say amen. Faith is what you use to create we're in a season of the unknown. We've never been down this way in our lives, in our lifetimes. There's been other generations that have faced worse things than we have, but we, we've never been in these sort of situations where we're in the unknown. But I want to tell you, you give me unknown and you give me a, a bunch of faith and I'll create something that never was before. You create something that never was before only in the place called unknown. The place of the unknown is amazing. It doesn't have to be bad. It can be good. And you can use your faith that is here. Every man, woman, and child has been given a measure of faith. And guess what? You can increase your measure. You don't have to be just stuck with a small amount. You can ever increase your faith by hearing. Hearing hearing produces. Hearing clears. Faith comes Faith comes. Faith comes as you nurture it and it can increase in your life. And I'm praying right now that faith as a foundation of the kingdom of God increases in your life today. So faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For by the by it, the elders, by it, what it, the substance of the things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Nothing was made except that it was made by the word. The word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the Father, it God Himself, Jesus Christ Himself, the beloved of the Father, the, the one that was procreated before time began. There, 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 there was this plan that the word would become flesh. But it's that word that became flesh that spoke into existence everything that would come into the spiritual and physical realm. There everything thing was created by a faith word, a faith word created everything, and that same faith word holds everything together. In Romans chapter 10, verse 8, it says, the word of faith, 
that we preach. No man is saved unless a preacher is sent and a preacher preaches the word of faith and you believe the word of faith. The Bible says that you were born again because of the incorruptible seed of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Do not belittle the word of God. Do not relegate the word of God to just a custom or, or a, a thought or, or something that can be analyzed and, and critiqued by you know people without faith faith and, and, you know, people with degrees or whatever and doctorates uh, trying to figure it out and all this kind of stuff. I want to tell you it's far beyond and it has actually has creative power that the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It, 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 it divides joint and marrow, soul and spirit, and it is, it is the discerner of the hearts of men. This is what our faith is in. Our faith, we put our faith in what the word actually says about Jesus. So once again, now faith is. So what is faith? Faith, say this after me, faith is a substance that can be realized. And it is an evidence of the things not seen. Come on now. So uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Let's just move on. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. This is the importance of this foundational truth. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, please God. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So without faith, it is impossible to please God because it is it is by faith that you please God. It's, it's your faith. The only thing that you have that you can give to him is your faith, your believing. Check out Proverbs chapter 16, verse 7. It says, uh, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. When you are walking in faith, you if you don't if you're if, if you are not walking in faith, you are not pleasing God. And if you're not pleasing God, you're not making your enemies at peace with you. You, do you want the people that are saying all manner of evil against you and despitefully trying to use you and the people that are encroaching on your stuff and putting claims and counterclaims on your harvest on, and on your inheritance? Do you want them to be at peace with you where they would stop railing and stop arguing and all this kind of stuff? Well, you need to begin to walk in faith. You need to begin to understand that it is impossible to please God without faith. This is the one thing that we can give to him, and that is our belief in him. So that takes me down to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the preach, proclaim, prophetic release of the word of God. You are gaining hearing. Faith comes by hearing. You are gaining faith right now by hearing the word of God. Why? Because as I'm preaching to you underneath an anointing, your hearing, the word of God is actually clearing your hearing so faith can come. 
That's why it's important that you get under, underneath podcasts similar to this one, because when you do, you are, you are clearing your hearing. So when you clear your hearing by the word of God, then faith can come. So first of all, faith, uh, is in its present tense. First of all, faith comes. If faith can come, that means that faith can go. Did you catch that? Now, faith is now in the present as it says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. So faith is now. Faith does not come by having heard. Faith comes by hearing. Faith does not come by having heard it. Yesterday's gone. Today I'm in need. Today I'm in need. This is a daily thing. You need to say this after me. This is a daily thing. No, no, come on. You can do it. You say daily. Daily thing. It's a daily thing. Why am I emphasizing that and acting like an idiot? Ah, because I want you to get it. Faith does not come by having heard. You know, you, you try to bank on all the, the time that you spent and the, and the resources you spend and go to the conferences and all that. That helps and, and that transforms your mind. But I want to tell you, when you need now faith, it's, it's because you need a now hearing of the word of God. You need to be constantly connected to the word. God created it this way so that we would stay connected to him. So you have to understand if faith can come, faith can go. Where does faith go? It, okay, the, mo, the, the glory that Moses had compared to the glory that you have as a kingdom child is like Moses's glory was nothing at all because his was fading while yours remains. A lot of people speculate that he put a veil over his face continually because he didn't want the children of Israel to see that the glory had faded from his face. Interesting, right? So why why am I saying that? Because what is the kingdom of God is on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit, which houses the kingdom of God, is on the inside of you. And you need to lay hold of that kingdom of God by words of faith and bring it forth into this realm. I want to tell you that you can, you can overcome every situation as you allow the faith of God to rise up in the midst of you by staying connected. You need to bring it forth by the faith. You tap in into the resources of heaven, your healing, your deliverance, your salvation, your peace, your joy, your your right, your strength, your your faith, uh, the gift of faith, uh, the gift of healing, the gift of interpretation, the gift of tongues, all these things must be tapped into by your faith that you have every day. So I said these things, these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. They will always remain with you. You will always be able to step over into it. So faith is increasing when you spend time in the Word of God, when you spend time listening to the podcast. When you spend time listening to a YouTube conference or you go to a conference or you go to your church to just get underneath the preach, proclaim word of God. So faith comes by hearing and 
Hearing comes by the preach, proclaim, proceeding, prophetic word of God, according to Romans chapter 10, verse 8. When, and then Jesus was in the garden, in the wilderness, and the enemy comes to him. If you are the son of God, then turn these stones into bread. And Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. There, there is a word that wants to proceed out of you that came out of the word of God that will clear the hearing of everybody in your spheres of influence as you decree and declare the promises of God that are still yes and amen. First John 4, uh, 5, verse 4 and 5 says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. God actually uses in, in the Bible um, your faith, the term your faith, 126 times, like in Mark chapter 5, verses 25 through 34, where Jesus was beckoned to come by, J, by Jairus to heal his, his little daughter. Um, and, and, and on his way to go heal, Jesus was on his way to go heal this little girl, and on his way, this woman pushes through the crowd because everywhere Jesus went for that one season of his life, um, the, the, there was five, ten, fifteen thousand people that were around him all the time, trying to touch him, trying to get close to him, trying to ask him a question. And, and so this woman, and, and there's the woman with the issue of the blood that she had, uh, she was hemorrhaging. For 12 years, she was bleeding for 12 years and she spent all of her money on, on doctors. She had nothing left. All she had was faith because faith doesn't leave. It will always be there. You need to understand that, that that faith does come, that you can increase it. And I want to tell you that faith will come down to the to the mere level of but when you spend time with God, your faith can increase. So you can step over and sometimes need increases your faith. If you could just press through all the stuff that you're that is going on in your life, all the things that are pressuring you, the, the, this lady pushed through every kind of cultural uh, deficit to get through to her healing. She was bleeding, so she was unclean. Back then, back in the day, you were not allowed, if you were a woman in, in your customary monthly period, you were not allowed to be out in public. You were, you were unclean, and you couldn't, if you touch something as, as being unclean at that time, it would become unclean. And, and, and so, I'm not, not saying that that was right, I'm just saying that's the way it was back then. And so she pushes through and she could be stoned. She pushes through all the crowds and she says, if I could just but touch the hem of his garment, I know that I would be healed. So she pushes through. She grabs a hold of the hem of a garment and she begins to receive virtue. The anointing of life begins to come out of out of Jesus. She put a demand on the anointing by her faith. How do I know that? Because after she was healed, she began to move away. And, and because she didn't want to get stoned, she didn't want to talk about it. But the woman, uh, 
Jesus, let me just pick up from here in verse um, 31. And his disciples just said to him, you see the crowd pressing in on you and you say, you say who touched me? Because Jesus said, who touched me? Because somebody tapped into faith. And I want this somebody to be you today that you would tap into, you would get a hold of, you would increase your faith by receiving the word of the Lord today and clearing your hearing so you can receive faith today. I pray in Jesus name, you would have an impartation of faith right now. So Jesus said, who in the world touched me? And the disciples said, are you a little, you know, a little tired, Jesus? You you need a snack? You need a Snickers bar? Uh, Because, you know, there's thousands of people touching you. There's people that are pushing into you. They're pressing on you. He says, no, 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 no. Somebody touch me. There's a difference between you praying to God and you praying to God. There's a difference between you going through the rhetoric of your religious activity and you pressing in and receiving and laying hold of by your faith, your answer. And, and he said, and he looks around and he says, he says, he looked around and he sees the woman who has, who had done that. And then verse 33, he says, but the woman fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? This is what he says in verse 34 of, of Mark chapter five. He says, and he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be cured of your disease. My God. God uses the the term your faith 126 times. And this is one of the times. It says your faith has healed you. You need to understand that he is giving you faith. It's your faith. You need to use it. You need to operate in it. So in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 30 through 34, and I'm just going to go through a few of these. This is by faith they overcame. So verse 30 says, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me if I tell you of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Japheth, also David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith, come on now, through faith, subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the, the, vi- the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of, the we- uh, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. I want to tell you, faith is a dominant force that is in your life and available for you every day. And I just want to end right here with Mark chapter 11, verses 22, 23, and 24. The probably some of the some of the greatest scriptures that were ever uh, enlightened by Kenneth um, Hagen Sr., and he spent his lifetime on these scriptures. And somebody said to him, when are you going to preach something different, uh, Papa Hagen? He says, when you guys get it. He refused to move because this is such an important uh, um, part of the foundation of the kingdom of God in your life. So here it is. Mark 11, 22, 23, 24. Now in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up uh, 
from the roots, really important. And Peter, verse 21, and Peter remembering said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you will receive them and you shall have them. Have faith in God. When Jesus walked by and he walked up to the fig tree and he, and he saw leaves on it, so he thought it, would, it should be bearing fruit. But the creator of the universe showed up and that should have had fruit. So he said, you will never bear fruit again. That's all he said, walks away. And, and here's the deal. You need to understand that you, when you speak the word of faith, when you speak over your life the word of faith and you're speaking and connecting in, you don't walk out and say, well, I guess it didn't happen. The fig tree started drying up by from the roots. You can't see, sometimes you can't see your faith working, but you got to keep standing. And if you keep standing and can't keep thanking God for the answer and allow him to bring the increase, your job is to sow the seed and water the seed. His job is to bring the increase. We don't know all the time when he's going to bring the increase. Sometimes he tells you, sometimes it's instantaneous, but sometimes you got to keep standing because there are things that he's taken care of underneath the surface or in the back 40 or somewhere else to prepare for you to receive the maximum potential of the harvest that you are believing for. So have faith in God. So what is your faith in? Your faith is in God. In 2017, and I think it was maybe late on uh, June 8th, uh, I had a massive heart attack. And um, rushed to the hospital, went in for surgery, got two stints in my heart. Um, and two or three days later, I'm, I'm serving at my son's uh, um wedding rehearsal party. God performed signs and wonders and miracles. And, and I felt the grace of God and I felt the prayers of the saints. And it was amazing. But about a month, I, I, I don't know if it was a month or three months, but I think it was about a month later. I'm, I'm standing in my washroom getting ready for the day. And, and I, you know, I'm, you know, thinking about things and kind of you know, where are we going to, what am I going to do? How am I going to be, you know, restored? How am I going to be reformed? What am I going to do in my life now? Am I, am I limited? And, and these kind of things started coming to me. And, and then this voice, this noise actually from the enemy came. And, and this is what he said to me. He says, such and such bishop died and another bishop died. Another major prophetic voice in the world just died. And um, they died prematurely. And he says, you're just low man on the totem. Why do you think you're going to make it, Barry? And I went like, oh, dang, they got a good point there. These guys are generals and I'm just low man on the totem here. And I'm just thinking, you know, oh, great. Okay, uh, help me, Jesus. And then immediately, as soon as that, that noise came, the voice of the Lord came. He said, son, sometimes my, 
my leadership, don't make it to completion of their purpose and live out my dream for their lives because they begin to put more faith in what they're about to do rather than what I've already done for them through the, through the, the life, the death, the resurrection, and the ascending of Jesus Christ. So what is your faith in? My faith is in nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only in Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. I don't mean to sound like an old fuddy-duddy and an old-fashioned, all that kind of thing, but it's not. This is the deep things. These are the deep things. I love the gold and I love new teeth and I love signs and wonders and miracles. I love to I love to operate in wonders that make people signs and that make people wonder. I, I love the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. I love it all and it's all really good. And and but I want to tell you the deep things of God are 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 not in studying of angels and the studying of the ethereal and the studying of of all these other things that can get you sidetracked and i'm not saying don't study i'm not saying not to be interested in anything but i want to tell you your faith needs to be in jesus christ your faith is in what he has done, not in the, the prophetic word of what you're about to do. As, as important, I, I subscribe to the, pro, to the prophetic. I, I am not just solo scriptor. I'm prima scriptor. I believe that God can send, you know, and, and speak to us through angels. He can still speak through us um, um, through a prophetic word. I, I believe in, the, in prophecy. I believe in, in, in all these things, but my faith is rooted and grounded in Jesus Christ and what he has done for me, not so much in what I'm about to do. My faith is in God. Put your faith back upon the blood shed, the blood and body sacrifice of Jesus Christ. The blood was shed in this physical and soulish realm paying for accessibility for everything and every resource you will ever need. Come on now. Faith is not in what I'm about to do. My faith is in what Jesus has already done. That's what your faith is. That's what our faith is in. This is the overcoming faith. This is, we, we give testimony to the resurrection of the Christ this is the testimony of the, the resurrection of the Christ by the power we display. First Corinthians 2 verses 4 and 5 says, My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. We must be demonstrating the resurrection life of Christ. The resurrection power of God, it needs to be this. This is what our faith is, and this is what their faith will shall be in when they see us bringing forth the resurrection power of Christ into their lives. Hallelujah. And it's very, I mean, it will come in various ways and in different ways. And, and God's going to lead you and guide you. And it doesn't have to be overly demonstrative. It doesn't have to be under demonstrative. It doesn't have to be anything except for being led by God. And just let him lead you today. Let him testify to you today of his great resurrection power and life and believe and have faith in God today.
This is Barry Miracle signing off till next week. But don't forget, go to my website, uh, www.wakeupindyourdream.com or www.barrymiracle.ca. And we have a few resources there. You can buy my book called Wake Up Into Your Dream. And we'll ship that right out to you right away. Put a comment in uh, in there. Send me an email. Let me know how you're doing. And uh, also, please make a comment on your podcast carrier and give me some five stars out there. Anyway, much love to you guys. Until next week, Barry Merkel signing off. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.